All right, all right. Welcome back to the Feeling Inspired Podcast. I'm your host, Mahesh. And today, we're going to get into a topic that it's multi, multi-layered, multi just like every topic, um, unfortunately, um, or fortunately. It's called the whole pie. So what I, what I mean by the whole pie is that, you know how sometimes there's that saying, you know, trying to get my slice of the pie. You know, I think that the thing is that is based off of a, it's based that type of thinking. It it's we're steeped in that type of thinking. Right. But I just want to take a second just to break that down because when I, when I'm talking about something, it applies to more than one thing. When we talk about I that type of thinking, you see, I want my slice of the pie. What are we talking about? First of all, a lot of times people are talking about a job or money or, um, I don't know, a partner relationship, you know, happiness, buying a home, having a car, um, having children, whatever we're talking about, right? I want my slice of the pie that in that in that vision that we're that we are speaking from in that perspective that we're speaking from from it's a pie you see and there's different slices in that pie and in that example what happens if other people get all the slices you know there might not be a slice left for you right <laughs> You know, or what happens if I take too big of a slice? That's less for other people. So I've been, I was thinking about this because I was trying to decide, I had all these different topics that I wanted to talk about. And I think those are going to be for another time, but I was, I've been really sitting with and trying to process. I'm in a very transitional moment in my life and I'm in a process where I'm trying to create a new dream a new vision for my life, which is multifaceted, right? Um, And what I realized is I can start falling into that my slice of the pie mentality. And when that happens, I sometimes have to slow myself down and say, I don't want a slice of the pie right? There isn't the pie. I want the whole pie, you know, and I want everybody to have their own pie. You know, I don't want a slice for me and a slice for you. I want you to have your own pie, you know, but then I want to have my own pie too. You see, because I want all the slices, not just one. (laughs) And I think it's important to just own that, you know, because I think all of us want all the whole pie. We all want the whole pie. And let's just say in this example, right? You don't just want the filling. You also want the crust, right? You don't just want, um, you know, people are not taking, if you ever made a a pumpkin pie from like a can of, uh, can of, uh, pumpkin, you're not just, you know, uh, opening the can and eating it straight out of there, right? No, you're mixing it. You're putting in different seasons. You're putting in all this different, different stuff. Then you're putting it inside of a um, of a pie crust, and then you're baking it. You see, 
you don't just want to eat it out of the can. You know, this isn't cookie dough. You see, you're not. Yes, you can have berries, but you want berry pie, you know, strawberry rhubarb. You see, you don't just want the strawberry. You also want the rhubarb. Right. And so let's be honest, first and foremost, in our vision, in our vision for our life, you know, and, and to notice when I start thinking, oh, I want my slice of the pie. First of all, I'm not owed anything. I'm not owed anything. And so there's already an assumption there that I deserve this and this. And it's like, from who? Owed from who? You see? Who is it that owes this to me? There's so many, I think our language and what we've been taught, How I feel like half of creating the life of our dreams is uncreating or breaking down and decolonizing is another word our minds that it's so taken for granted see what happens is confirmation you know everybody agrees right you could be the most beautiful person in the world physically beautiful okay but if where you live at and a lot of people went through this you know you don't have that beauty confirmed you see your family's not confirming it right you could literally be the most you know beautiful person in the world your family's not confirming it you go to school the school the, the your classmates are not confirming it um you grow up the adults aren't confirming it nobody's confirming it right then you have all these terrible relationships with people who mistreat you and you are literally the most beautiful person in the world nobody's confirming it right and so you have proof on proof that you're not what you actually are, you see? And I think that's what we're dealing with. I can't have all this, you see? Because if I take this, that's taking away from somebody else because there's only a, there's only so much pie to be had. No, that's not true. <laughs> this is what we have to stop. No, you know, it's almost like I remember um, learning in, um, school something about a, a premise this was in a philosophy class and um, I was expecting you know lots of fun we're gonna have yeah we're gonna talk about philosophy so I took this class and it ended up almost being like an English class probably because of the teacher that I had but I learned a lot because what he was talking about was the premise you know the premise is basically before you even started saying something you, there was already assumptions you see that you had in place that you didn't say, but you know, and so sometimes we have to go for those because sometimes, and I'll have times where certain people, and I try not to do this too often because it's a little blunt, but it can come off a little like, you know, you just got to watch out who you're, you know, some people are not open to being, you know, like, hold, you know, when somebody says something, you're like, oh, whoa, whoa, hold on a second. Back up, right? Back it up back it up right because you just you know you just started off on the on the wrong foot and if i engage with you in the conversation based on what you how you laid it out there's no right answer and if you've ever written uh or it could be an email um or a paper sometimes you'll have a sentence and the second half of the sentence you just can't get it right you know and sometimes what's the problem is, is the first half. And 
honestly, there's no right answer. I've had times where I've had papers where I was, I had maybe, let's say it's a 15 page paper. I was eight pages deep into that thing. Okay. By all standards, I was nearly done, you see, and I was right, uh, maybe a week, two weeks before the deadline, maybe even less. I can't remember because it was a while ago. And I remember the paper just wasn't flowing. I was like, and I, and I recognized I literally cannot write this paper. Like it was something within me that would not allow me to write the paper. And, and then I thought about something that I was like, okay, I have this other topic that I'm very excited about that I'm very interested about, interested in. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to scrap these eight pages. You see, that was one of the hardest decisions that I had to come to. And I remember because it was one particular paper and it was this very important class. And it was, I was eight pages on the way to 15. You see, I was right there. Eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, right? So I was almost there, but I literally was stuck dead in the water. There was nothing I could do. And I scrapped the whole thing. I said, this is a paper for another time. Also part of it, I mean, just to give a little background, it was a pretty intense paper. It was about, you know, different things that one of my clients had went through um, and whatnot. And so I was like, okay, I can't write about this. Maybe the person's story isn't ready um, to be shared is what I came to as to why. But I only came to that after I made the full decision. I'm going to start over. And I had been working on this paper for an entire like two or three months and so to start over at that point made no sense, but there, I was coming at it from, you know, like the premise, right? I need a piece of the pie. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up, right? I can't help you, you know? I can't help myself, you know? I don't even have, I can't even create a vision if I'm coming from this mentality, whether it be known and known or unknown, spoken or unspoken, you see, uh, conscious or unconscious, my my the vision that I'm seeing is based off of there's this imaginary pie of possibilities and I'm trying to get a piece of that pie. No, I want the whole pie, right? I want the whole pie and it doesn't have to be selfish. I want everybody. I want you to have the whole pie, right? I want you to have the crust. I want it to be cooked, right? I want the fillings that you want in there. I want the spices and the, and the salt and the whatever, maybe not too much sugar, but you know, a little bit of sugar too, you know, whatever you want. You see, I want all, I want you to have everything. Uh-huh. Not just a good relationship, not just a good job and a good relationship, you know, and, and, and honestly, what your relationship looks like is different for everybody, right? You might have some poly situations. You, your relationship might look differently, you know? Um, some people, it, it's up to you, you, you know, because that's your pie. It, it's not a slice of, it's not a slice of my pie. It's your pie, you see? And so I think that was like the biggest mental like reality that I feel like many of us can fall into. It's also a big part of the United States culture, right? I mean, that that's a cliche at this point. Get a piece of the pie. I'm just trying to get a piece of the pie, right? We haven't deconstructed that enough. 
that mentality, right? Because part of what we're part of what having the whole pie is, is that we we believe that abundance exists. Number one, not just just talking about financial abundance, which is financial abundance is actually very small in in the grand scheme of life. Because when we talk about financial abundance, half of what we talk about, right, or half of what many of us are thinking is a good job. You know, many of us think when we talk about financial abundance, and this is something we don't always break down, many of us are thinking about a good job. And when we think about a good job in comparison to all that you are as an infinite being, a good job is great. You know, I, I love a good job and I want, for those of you that's looking for a job, I want you to have a good job. I want you to have a good job. Forget about doing a good job. I want you to have a good job. You see, I want a good job myself. I feel like I do have a good job, but the point is, is that that's a tiny fraction of all that you are as a universal being and creative being and someone with so much love and light and so much to share and so much to give and so much to experience. Okay. I want you to go to the botanical garden and love it. You see, not just be dissociated, walking around, texting people, taking pictures. I want you to love the experience of seeing those different life forms, those different plant beings you know and and and, whoa yeah okay i went okay (laughs) i'm getting into the botanical gardens here i went to the botanical gardens last weekend in san francisco and uh, i used to live in san francisco and so i don't live there anymore so having to pay was a new experience and i was like yo 13 i think it was 13 i was like 13 dollars there's a part of me that said 13 dollars just to see some plants like why would I pay? You see, this is the limitation. Why would I pay $13? And I think many of us might encounter this. Why would I pay $13 to go and see these plants when I could just walk around other parts of the park and there's plants everywhere? What do I need to pay for? There's two sides to that, right? But the point is, I wanted to see what was going on in there. Botanical garden, I wanted to see it. And then I was thinking, hey, you know, this is supporting something that I believe in, right? plants, um, space. And I think I was also in the juxtaposition between the friend of mine that I was there with who she, she has her San Francisco ID, so she didn't have to pay anything. Right. So it was probably triggering some like, Oh, this isn't fair. Why do I have to pay? And you know, I used to live here, but I don't get any credits. Anyway, that's the mind, right? That's the ego and whatever. I paid the money and I had probably like one of the, I wouldn't say one of the most, but a very, wonderful experience, not just sharing the company of my friend, but also seeing the plants, you know, seeing the different shades of green and purple. And I, I, it was the most exquisite color palette. That's a piece of the, that's, that's a, a part of my pie. That's not a piece. You see, that has nothing to do with, um, $13. Yeah, that's money, but it's that just the ability to experience friendship, a relationship, 
discourse, you know, connection with the plants, with the people, you see? And I think that this whole pie, you know, vision, this is something that we can really, when we start thinking, oh, you know, there was a show I was watching and um, somebody, it was these two kids and one of them got a scholarship to a college and the, and the, and the other kid was supposed to get that scholarship and then he didn't get it. And then the other kid got it. And that kid said, that's my scholarship. And he was upset. You got my scholarship. You see, as if there's, as if he took his, he didn't take it. He did get it, but it's like, you got my scholarship. You know, I was supposed to get that job. That's my job. You see, or even people that get let go from a job, you know, you know, I lost my job. What am I supposed to do? You know, and that was my job, you know, and it's like, it was, and I understand that I'm not talking about not grieving and not having your feelings. I'm just saying, this is one, if you're looking for the whole pie, there's several different there's several, like I've lost, I've lost, uh, jobs and I've lost positions that at the time it was everything to me. And, or I even like, I didn't really get fired from any, from, I got let go of a job that was basically downsizing or whatever. And I remember at that time thinking, this is so unfair, right? I, I can't right now where I'm at right now, I wouldn't even take that job you see, but at that time and that, and me not having that position pushed me into something that was way better, you know? And, but at that time that was mine. See the association. This is mine. That's my job, you, you know? And then it's like, what if I would have fought for that job and I didn't lose it? Would I, how, how much happiness would it bring me to stay there? You know, in that environment, which was crumbling, right? I wouldn't have moved on to the next. This is my job. And that's what you have a lot of, you have a lot of folks, um, when you go to different places and you're, you, if you get a, I've worked some really kind of challenging, very extremely low paying positions in my life. And what always blew me away is every time I go there, there's people that's been there 20, 30 years, right? And, and these are not unintelligent people. These are very kind, very loving, very intelligent, like wisdom with these people. Okay. And then they're there, you know, and I'm like, you've been there for 25 years. And, and, and so I've literally had a, I've literally worked a job where I had a conversation with somebody and, and I said, Hey, you know, I'm going to, um, trying to go to school. This is before I had any degree. And I was like, I'm trying to go to school. And I said, you know, what about you? He said, no, this is a good job. You know, this is a good job. This is my job, you know? And I was like, all right, cool. You know? And, um, I sat with that conversation and I ended up quitting the job. And literally because of that conversation, because I said, I cannot become, I cannot, if, if this job sucks, I know it sucks. And, and, and what if I become that attached to this, that, now that, see, that's my piece of the pie. 
you know. Have you ever changed? Have you ever changed uh, what you like to eat? Used to used to like beets, you know, or used to hate beets and now you love them. You know, you used to love asparagus. Now you hate it. You know, what if you change? Okay, that's your piece of the pie, right? It was a strawberry rhubarb pie was your favorite pie. But guess what? Now you've changed. You actually don't like that type of pie anymore. It's a little too bitter. You want pumpkin pie. You want sweet potato pie. You want you want different things. How are you going to change? Because that's your piece of the pie. Now you got to eat it forever, right? And this is where we can fall into that if we're not careful with checking in with the 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 premise, the over identification with certain things, with the lack of abundance consciousness, right? With the lack of okay, if this is my piece of the pie, if I give it up, oh, then I'm not going to get it back. Okay, give it up because I want the whole pie, right? I don't want a piece. You know, I want everything, right? And I want everything for you. And I can, and those are not mutually exclusive. I can do those at the same time. I can want everything for me and want everything for you. You see, love, romance, beauty, financial abundance, care, right? Loving the environment that you live in, giving back. To the, I want you, like, I found a dollar on the street today. I found a dollar, and um, and and I found this dollar, and when I found it, the only thing I wanted to do was give it to somebody, and I was like, this isn't for me. I want to give this to somebody, and so I said, and I was walking down the streets. I was in San Francisco. I was walking down the streets. I said, if I see somebody in need, I I'm gonna give this dollar to them, and. I kid you not, this is probably the first time that I've walked two, three blocks in San Francisco and not seen someone in need, you see? And and then I said, after I came back to where I was going, I was like, okay, well, I guess maybe this dollar was for me. But the point is, is that I want it for everybody. I don't just want it for me. And I think if I get caught in that limitation of my piece of the pie, that thought of me finding a dollar is, oh, great. I just came up. My thought isn't, oh, I was blessed so I can give, you know, and, and, and I want that other person to feel like they can give. And so, uh, my piece of the pie, um, I want the whole pie, the whole, (laughs) I want you to have a whole pie too. And save some for later, you know, put it in the refrigerator you know, have some friends over the next day and share it, you know, because it's it's a whole pie. You're not going to eat it all in one sitting. <laughs> all right. I'm going too far with this uh, analogy. I uh, hope you all are doing well. And uh, thank you for listening. This is the Feeling Inspired Podcast. I'm your host, Mahesh.